Hey there, podcast listeners. Welcome to Talking Wealth, the show where the Wealth Within team are on hand to teach you how to become a more confident, competent, and more importantly, profitable trader or investor. Wealth Within was voted number three for stock market podcasts globally in 2018, so I hope you enjoy listening. We cover topics from trading to investing, as well as wealth creation to ensure you can achieve your financial goals. Because as we always say, lifestyle matters. As a global leader in stock market education, you can fast track your journey towards financial freedom by studying with Wealth Within. If you'd like more information about our government accredited courses or to listen to more Talking Wealth podcasts, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the Talking Wealth podcast under the Learning Centre. Please note that the information in this podcast should not be considered personal financial advice. Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Doug Gillen, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within. In today's podcast, I'm going to be talking about AMP. And uh, it's one of those you know, big, big stocks in the Australian stock market. But a lot of people um, at this point in time, uh, given how low the price of AMP is, they're, they're trying to bottom pick. And I've had a few people asking about it uh, or suggesting that maybe now's a good time to buy and it's cheap. And I've heard all of those terms many, many, many times over the last 20 odd years when I've been uh, teaching and mentoring people. But I just wanted to really discuss AMP. Now, I did uh, have a look at its chart on my YouTube channel, on my YouTube Australian Stock Market Report here on Monday the 12th of um, August. I'm trying to remember the month, Monday the 12th of August. So uh, you can have a look at that. Uh, and as I said, I had to actually have a good look at the chart. It did report last Thursday. I think that's the 8th of August it reported. Um, and it was pretty dismal at the report, but as soon as it announced a report, it went into a trading halt. Um, from that point of view, and then uh, it opened up the next day and went up 5% in price. So on the Friday, it rose 5% in price, kept right up. Um, then Monday, the 12th, um, it was down at one stage 5%, before closing down at about 3.6% from what it closed on Friday. So that was a bit of a rocky ride, but just some of the things here. Now, AMP is one of those companies that... Um, Back in the olden days, and I do mean the olden days, I'm talking pre-2000, it's uh, one of those companies that uh, when you started work, when I was a young boy, uh, what would happen is you know, the AMP rep would be walking around the streets and they'd bang on doors and find out who was starting work and they would start to talk to you and get you to you know, set up a, a savings plan with them and you did your superannuation with them and uh, it was pretty much that really, really old school type insurance salespeople. They were all AMP and I, I worked in the bank at Westpac and when I started, or I actually worked in Westpac before it was called Westpac, but I remember starting at Westpac and then I remember a, a you know, knock on the front door one one evening, early one evening from a guy and he wasn't from AMP but he was a Colonial Mitchell person, but my brother, uh, went, who's a few years older than me, had the same knock on the door and was an AMP person, signed him up and uh, you know uh, my brother always had an AMP policy. Um, for years and years and years and years. And then when they floated, he obviously got shares. And I think that was 98. He got shares in AMP. But how it used to work is they'd come on in and they'd say, hey, you've started work. Now you need to do a savings plan. It was a monthly savings plan that you start putting money away into this policy. And part of it was life insurance. And part of it was a savings plan. And, and I did exactly that. And we can, And I do talk about it in my book, Accelerate Your Wealth, and my first book, 
uh, how to beat the managed funds by 20%. So if you read my book, you'll know the story. And I remember, you know, so, you know, getting excited about, hey, I've started work, I've got money, I've got extra money because I'm only young, I don't, you know, I live at home. And yeah, putting money away every week sounds a good idea so that uh, later on when I'm a bit older, I'll have money to pay off my house or buy a house, pay off my house, um, retire, all that sort of stuff. And I thought, wow, I'm going to be rich pretty quick. This is a pretty simple, easy type of money. And that's really how the system worked. These insurance reps went all the way around and uh, they really did you know, sign you up for these great deals that didn't really, really happen. It was sort of like this, um, how do I say it? big promises and not a lot of delivery and and if you as I said if you read my book you'll know that I didn't do too well out of that when we had uh, the 87 crash I uh, you know my went backwards and, and pretty much everybody's went backwards from there but really we AMP never ever moved on and uh, if you've ever walked into the AMP head office um, that's um, behind Spencer Street Station in Melbourne, you'll see these big columns going up and all these different dealer groups that they own. And it's one of these big, big companies. And uh, the big uh, the big banks and AMP pretty much own all the fund flow coming into and out of managed funds, or the big chunk of it, I think about 80% of it anyway. But over the last few years, we've seen huge amount of outflows in superannuation from uh, AMP, both corporate and personal and pensions, you know, hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars of people are withdrawing their funds out of AMP and that's expected to increase over the, the coming years. And AMP, when it reported last week, you know, it had net inflows of about $338 million in the six months to uh, 2018, but it, uh, it actually turned negative. Um, so it had negative inflows, negative $653 million for the same period this year. So you can see how big that turnaround is. And really, the, there's a lot of um, the mandates for AMP, all their different managed fund mandates are all sinking into the negative. It really is a worrying time for AMP, especially with the superannuation uh, is, is going out the door. And that's really what AMP are, life insurance and superannuation. So it really is not a good good look for AMP in terms of moving forward, in terms of making you know, shareholders profitable or happy. But you know, when you're talking about a company that's losing you know, a couple of billion dollars um, in its announcement, you've got to start to think, why would I own a stock like this? And it is in the top 100 stocks, and it's one of the better stocks in the Australian market, but it really is something that you need to look at and go, okay, do I like this stock and what we're going to do? And now until the banks are really on the nose or have been on the nose and financial services have been on the nose for quite a few years, and we know the banks all had their highs back in March, April 2015, and you know, AMP really is um, one of those ones that got into a lot of trouble with the uh, Banking Royal Commission and the Financial Services uh, Royal Commission, lots of fines, all those sorts of things. And really, they got a big rap across the knuckles, and, and rightly so. And it's one of those ones where their corporate greed and their practices aren't or weren't that great for consumers. Um, and uh, I won't go into all the details of that, but you might have read up on, on those things. But AMP is going to be a long way before it's going to start getting back to the good books of many, many people with everybody. Uh, moving and eventually you know they as they say it all washes out in the end and I don't think AMP is going to go you know um, bank belly up or bankrupt I'm just suggesting it's got a huge huge it's like turning a big ocean liner it doesn't take a hell of a long time and it, I suppose the news 
doesn't get much worse for AMP, but right now is definitely is not the time to buy this stock. Now is definitely not the time to try and bottom pick and say, hey, it's getting, uh, I'll pick it up at a cheap price and I'll hang on to it. You might be sitting on this stock if you bought it today as you're listening to this podcast. You, you might be hanging on to it two, three, four years before it even moves um, with any great degree. Uh, you might even find it will fall away. Now, bottom picking is like catching a falling knife. You know, it, it's fraught with dangers. So, and I see so many people do it when they're trying to buy cheap, great stocks that have fallen away. And they go, I'll buy it now because it's cheap only for it to fall away. And I've seen over the past few years, many, many, many people try and keep bottom picking not only this stock, and they've done that a f- quite a few number of times only to lose, but we, we only have to go back to Telstra for 10 years, it fell away. And so many people kept trying to bottom pick Telstra only to lose. And now, Telstra is looking really, really good. So I wouldn't suggest bottom picking. Uh, buying Telstra today is bottom picking, but you get the point. So many people kept buying Telstra shares as it kept falling away. I think it ended up falling away 62%. AMP is looking sick. Um, so really, it's just about keeping your eye on it, um, sit it in the back of your mind and look at it every now and again. And when it starts to move up quite strongly, then have a good look at it. But right now, it's really ideal to stay out of this stock. But again, smart is to wait for companies to be making money and to building, uh, waiting for their stock prices to rise into a nice uptrend. Don't keep buying them on the way down. That's really a bad way to invest. But uh, as I said, I do cover all that sort of stuff in my book about what not to do, why not, why you should be buying cheap, how to wait for a stock to start rising before you're buying it, and all the rules around that. And they will protect you. And, and I know time and time again, I do get emails from people who have read my book and go, wow, I was going to buy this stock, but your rules kept me out of it. And thank goodness it did, uh, because it did fall away. So it'd be interesting to see the ride that AMP is going to have over the next few weeks. But uh, that's it for me on my take on AMP. As I said, uh, stay out right now. It probably needs to be insured for itself at this point in time. But uh, we'll see what happens over the coming weeks, months and or years on AMP. But uh, you've been listening to Talking Wealth. I'm Dale Gillam, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth with you. Take care. Thanks for listening. This podcast is brought to you by Wealth Within, a global leader in stock market education. For more information on our courses or to listen to more Talking Wealth podcasts, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the Talking Wealth podcast under the Learning Centre.